there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to an episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? I'll tell you what's up. Bill Self just took a timeout down 18 Ooh. with 15-11 left in the games. Texas Tech is up 51-33 to against the Kansas Jayhawks at home as we fire up this podcast. How are you, sir? I'm pumped, and I'm so so frustrated that we couldn't have caught that last like six point run on the podcast on the stream you were delayed like five minutes because of something weird going on with youtube had to restart it otherwise we would have been talking while that was going on you would have heard me clapping and yelling in the background i did i did actually uh, i looked over I was like oh i'm not on mute so if, if you go back and listen to the very beginning of the stream you may hear me clapping yeah. at least there was some very loud claps yeah well, it was right by the microphone so um yeah so we're we're uh doing this like we do other <laughs> uh other games that are happening on a Tuesday evening we're recording a day early because of Valentine's Day and other things going on this week. We are live in the second half of Kansas so you'll hear us fumble through our podcast while we watch that react to that instantly when it goes final um and then we will, sorry, I'm looking at this no-look pass from Pop Isaacs. This is just a thing of beauty. He caught a Darren Williams streaking baseline. for. Oh, I know. That bounce pass? No. Um, Chance McMillan. Yeah, bounce pass. He was looking at him in the corner. It's probably a carry. To- <laughs> probably. If it was, in, if it was in Lawrence, there. probably. Um, it's fine. It's okay to get some 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 home cooking, yeah. Uh, against the Jayhawks, just some um, re redistribution of the the wealth here. Uh, Kansas takes not a bad three, but clanks it. Uh, just under fifteen to go, so quite a bit of game left. Um, but as we were getting ready to getting ready to go. Um, I asked Michael what he thought about our chances. He's a, he's feeling pretty good. I have been burned by hope before. Um, I'm 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 holding out a little bit longer uh, because I, I think I think some regression can can happen here, right? Because you you got to this point, you had a big lead in the first half and it kind of dwindled a little bit going into halftime. Got your doubt. Your sorry, Kansas got the lead down to nine. You were up nine at the at the break. Um. You were just like, you were shooting lights out. Uh, you were like seven of eight from three. Uh, Kansas, like one of 11 or whatever it was. 
Um, no, other way around. You were eight for 12. They were one of seven um, from three. And then they they couldn't really even get like even close up shots to, 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 to look easy. Like it wasn't, it was all difficult for them. So I thought one, um, you know, your offensive output may slow down a little bit. Their, their offensive output may start to catch up a little bit. Uh, so you may see a little bit of a swing there, but so far, uh, five minutes in to the second half, you are maintaining your lead. You built the lead up to 18. Um, Ball movement has been excellent. Second half, you're hitting shots. Um, you're you're rebounding the ball. You're not forcing a lot of turnovers necessarily, but um, you're also not turning the ball over. So, yeah, and I feel like a lot of these threes, they're the right shot to take. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes a three can feel forced, and you see your teammates making threes, and you think you're going to fire some up, but. These are, like you said, because of the ball movement, have actually been really good shots, in my opinion. Very open shots, or you know, the the shooter has time to be set. I think there were a handful of times where I, I think Walton took one when he when he made the eighth three that I might have cringed a little bit at another time because I think it was him and one other uh, tech player on that side of the court or at least of around the key, they were kind of on a, it was kind of a fast break three, but he drained it. So, I mean, it's, it's infectious at that point as well, but yeah, I've been impressed with the shot selection as much as I have been with, with the fact that they're hitting so many of them. Speaking of a good shot selection, Isaacs may have been touched on the shot, but he took a a deep three attempt there and missed everything. Little, little air ball. Um, it happens. It does. It's okay because Kansas misses their shot on, on on their on their trip up the court, and Tech gets the rebound, which is I just I'd love to see that, right? Like, oh, they're yeah. fighting for rebounds, man. These last two games, big time. Oh, Kansas got saved. The ball went off of Furphy's hands. The ref kicks it, keeps it from going out of bounds, and Kansas recovers. Oh. And can't hit three bunnies. Four, five. Ha! Tech can, can grab the rebound. Hunter Dickinson, his shooting percentage probably went from like ten percent to seven. Um, he was yeah, 4%. he was one of six before that sequence. <laughs> he missed at least three of them. Oh, McMillan <laughs> he can't hit a barn, man. I, you're sorry. I'm I'm a little ahead. Spencer's like ten seconds ahead of me. Uh, so I'm laughing at what he was. <laughs> talking about <laughs> excuse me i am recovering from, from a from a head cold uh it was a little bit last week it would have been unbearable to listen to me on on saturday so i'm glad we didn't record then um so anyways tonight we've got obviously kansas second half um preview of iowa state i'm just gonna say it, it's not gonna look good whatever happens tonight it will not really help your chances uh, this weekend, although shooting as well as you are tonight, I mean, it's nice. Uh, can you take that on the road into Hilton? I don't know. You're, you'd be facing one of the best defenses in the conference in Iowa State. Um, but we'll see how we feel after tonight. And then baseball. we got baseball to talk about, Michael, so we need to get to that, uh, or, or at least all things 
um, not football. Football season's over. Well, okay, I, I say that. Let's 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 talk for a second about the Super Bowl, which we can, we, we can say that, right? We're not we're not we're not. Uh, yeah, we're, we're not gonna, advertising anything. Yeah. Um, the big game. We're not having a Super Bowl party. So that was last night. Our man Patrick Mahomes wins his third Super Bowl and third Super Bowl MVP. Do you know that he went to Texas Tech, Michael? I've I've heard the rumors. Okay, I've heard the rumors. I was Just, I was unable to confirm in person, but but yes. Well, I wanted to make sure that you 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 knew that, um, because the world needs to know. I mean, the man went to Texas Tech. Um, yeah, in Lubbock, Texas, Lubbock, Texas, on campus, on the campus of. Texas Tech University. I have a picture. Two sport I, athlete. I posted it on my on my Twitter today. Um, granted, this was after I was out of school. I was already working, but he was still in school. He came to visit me in my place of work. Oh, that's uh, right. The Children's Hospital. And I posted. You guys, you guys go way back. We do this was back in 2016. This was like eight years ago. Yeah, uh-huh. we're besties. That's right. Um, funny story. The girl that took the picture worked worked in our department. Uh, fantastic photographer. Um, walked around with us that day. Knew knew that Texas Tech, like that, they had athletes on campus. <laughs> That's about the extent of her knowledge of athletics. Although she she's the one that made the 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 trip happen. She was very good about um, being proactive in getting athletes and special guests uh, to come visit the, the children's hospital. No joke though. So we're we're in a, a side room getting ready like we're, we're prepping the players like hey we're, we're gonna go around and we're, we're gonna see some sick kids no they're not gonna be like real sick um we've already kind of pre-screened a lot of these kids are super excited to meet you all that kind of stuff um and as we're kind of waiting to get everybody together and then up upstairs and we're gonna go in in two different groups she's holding small talk with some of the athletes she knows nobody in the room right at least like who they are talking to, to patrick mahomes she asks him, so what position do you play? <laughs> and I was like, I heard her say that. And I was like, oh, Julie. Oh, no, Julie. <laughs> part of me, part of me thinks that's exactly who should be running that. Um, no. And he, someone he who's was, just kind of oblivious of to, aside from, okay, when you bring some athletes in here, the kids are going to like it. I, I think that's exactly. So, so no one gets any special treatment. It's just. Hey, you, number five, whoever you are, um, can you stand over there? <laughs> what are what position do you play? Cool. Did Mac Brown say you'd be a good defensive back? Is that what was the? Anyway, I'm sure he handled it with class and dignity. Oh, he did. He did. He, he's a red raider. He kind of chuckled. A, the guys around him kind of gave him a hard time. Um, but, anyways. That was fun. Uh, we have a picture that we, we have printed, and we've got it on the um, on our walls. He, he posed with a, a very special patient of ours at the time, um, and like that that post that picture performed super well on on our, our Facebook page, and it's it's one that we use a lot. Um, but anyways, yeah, he won a, he won himself a Super Bowl last night. On <laughs> interesting enough, I heard this. Um, on a play in overtime as the first period of overtime was about to end, which was something that even the players didn't know how overtime rules worked, uh, which we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, the, uh, 
Chiefs ran the exact same play to win the Super Bowl against the Eagles as they did last night. That same play that McCole oh, Harmon really? scored on. Uh, granted, it, corn dog. It, yeah, yeah, corn dog. That play uh, is what got them the lead against the Eagles, but it had like 12 minutes of game left. So there was lots of time left. It wasn't like it was as time was expiring or whatever, as, as dramatic as it was last night. Um, but yeah, it was the exact same play. Like they, they showed side by side. Um, it was who scored it? It was Kadarius Tony scored it on the last one. So there you go. Um, yeah. So apparently, um, you want to talk about two different teams and their preparation to be in that moment. Um, Shanahan said he wanted the ball third. Okay. That's bold. But like, if you're, if you know what's going on, like you want to go second, right? You want to get the ball. You want to know what your opponent did. You, you want to yeah. know what you have to do. Uh, and even I, I, I think it was Romo talked about it. It was like, if you go second, you get an extra down basically. Like you get, you get, the the benefit of going for it on, on fourth downs because you have to. Mm-hmm. But if you have the ball first and go for it on, on fourth down, like you just can't do that. Like in the ultra conservative NFL, like if you go for it on fourth down and don't convert, you just, you just screwed yourself, man. Whereas like the other team, like knowing they have to go for it. Anyways. Yeah, it kind of puts them in a corner. So one, Shanahan took the ball first thinking he'd get the ball third if, if Kansas, um, uh, Kansas City uh, just tied their output, whatever it was. But then, uh, I guess they wouldn't have known this unless the Chiefs were were transparent about their um, their strategy and plans going into the game. But the Chiefs had discussed, yeah, we won't win with the ball second, and if if we score a touchdown to tie the game, like we're we're, we're going for two. So there will be no third possession. I love that. So, it's it's all gonna happen here or it's not. Yeah, which is like whatever. And then I, I again I I I know there's some confusion about like what the the timing, um, how how timing works in 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 overtime, um, how like time was about to expire in the first period of overtime, although they just would have kept going, um, which begs the question like, why is there a game timer? Like why is there I, a game clock? <laughs> I was about to ask that, but then I thought of something real time. And is it because, is it so they can reset the number of timeouts? Maybe that's all it is, something like that. The, I didn't even notice how many timeouts the coaches get in overtime, but well, yeah, that they, maybe maybe that's something, maybe that's all that that second one does. is You can still okay. give them the timeouts and say, hey, like, like this will reset your play clock, essentially, like. Hey, like if if you need a a thirty second reset here, like whatever, like take a timeout, and then you'll get your timeout, and then your your play clock will restart. I don't know. It it just felt like. Well, but how many do you get? Uh, I think an they, infinite they amount. Two. Well, but then what if what if it goes? What if you're on like the? If you've been playing for twenty two minutes. Yeah. You only have two timeouts. I don't know. I, I, to to be fair, I don't know the the timing regulations. If <laughs> me neither. Like if it's still tied after a second quarter of overtime, and you've used your timeouts, do you do you have a, a halftime? Do you I think that get I more think the NFL is is so rigid. Well, and I guess I guess in the second overtime too, you would go the other direction. 
all that kind of stuff. Uh, but Tech is up 19 with nine to go. The NFL is just so rigid. I don't see them letting the game end just on a untimed thing. It seems like they would have to quantify every single thing as opposed to, oh, it took us seven overtimes to get enough two-point conversions to for LSU to win or whatever. Yeah, I, I think that would make Goodell and all of those just their brains would explode. So I think, well, no, it's just uh, they won in the first period. They won in the first overtime period. Or they won in the second overtime period. You know, whatever it was, as opposed to just untimed chaos. Twenty. We gotta have that. We gotta have that clock running. Tech is up twenty nine minutes. I think I'm caught up with you. I figured out I was somehow delayed, and I don't know why. (laughs) That ball almost went off. Sneezed. I hope I hit. I hope I hit mute in time. That was a big sneeze. No, you're good. You're good. Um, Did you have any anything special on the menu last night? I didn't because it was kind of a last second thing with the snow. So we were going to go to a Super Bowl party. It was at a friend's house in Wolferth. And we ended up deciding against that just because we didn't know how the roads were going to be driving home and who else was going to be, who else we're going to be sharing those roads with driving home. So we didn't, but that means that uh, what we had intended to take uh, what my wife had made was a, which were awesome, a bunch of raspberry cookies that were dipped in dark chocolate. Mm. Sounds fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> but, but you know, it was just that. And then we had pizza dip that we were going to take, but we were going to pick up bread on the way. And so we didn't have the bread for it. And no one wanted to go get the stuff. So anyway, long story short, we just, we made do with what we had. We had yeah. plenty of stuff to eat, but it wasn't anything you know, intended for the Super Bowl because we were just going to bring like pizza dip and <laughs> some cookies to a, a party. But yeah, uh, nobody went hungry. We had a great time. Did Did you have an actual menu that you prepared and brought well, out? Yes and no. So we went to uh, the in laws' house, which is just up university from us. It's just a just up a university from, from you guys. Uh, they're just inside the loop. Um, and we were we were getting together we, like it was gonna, not going to be a big deal. We we were going to have a nacho bar, uh, oh, and just nice. have nachos and 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 fresh fruit and just just snack, which we always do. But um, because of when the the game was and when when Valentine's falls within the week, uh, the family that owns the flower shop here in town they did not come. Uh, they're they're in the, the the thick of getting ready for the big day for them. Um. And yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, the weekend, and unless Valentine's Day falls on like a Friday or a Saturday, the weekend before is usually like all hands on deck all day, every day. Um, and I guess with the, in the middle of the week, it wasn't super crazy Saturday and Sunday, but they were like, as much as we can get done, like they they will pre-build basically all of their arrangements because, I mean, like a menu on, on, on Valentine's Day, they're going to offer you like two things, the option of, 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 of two dishes. They basically say, if this is Valentine's related, then it's one of, of two arrangements. You get a roses arrangement or a mixed flower arrangement. And they're like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless they get a call from like 
McGuire's special assistant. <laughs> um, because it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't out of the norm for them to get a call from Cliff Kingsbury's assistant and say, Hey, we need an arrangement now. And she's like, great on it. Um, I just don't think it's the same person anymore. Anyways. So they were out. We had one other family that was out. So it was a much smaller group. Um, so we didn't have the, the breadth of the menu that, that we could have had. So it was just, a. Uh, um, nachos. We we brought the the deli tortilla chips from United, and we picked up. Uh, K, I, I can't I can't remember if it was United or H E B, but they're both good. We, we we've had them from both. A uh, little pan of their brisket queso. Um, only complaint is, um, and they've both done it. They so they have like it's like a four quarters. They have two things of cheese, one thing of, of brisket, and then pico. But their pico is super raw onion heavy. And I'm just not the biggest fan of the flavor of raw honey. Raw honey. Raw onion. Um, so it was just a, a little heavy on the on the onion taste. Okay, are you as confused about this Johnny Furphy bit? What is happening? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I would know more if we were... Listening. listening to it yeah it was like they were showing like this drop-in bear and then this uh graphic of is he from australia i would I assume so i have no idea um and of course jennings can't hit the broads out of a bar when he's shooting a free throw um Oof. anyway so we had that we had great um guacamole and then fresh grapes and strawberries we just snacked just picked all night it was great that's the thing that's the beauty i mean i we had H-E-B has that thing where they give you free stuff. And the free thing they gave uh, my wife a couple weeks ago when she shopped with those pretzel rods. Okay. And so I like housed 10 pretzel rods. I don't know why. Because you could? Those and Oreos. We had Oreos on hand. And, man, I I tweeted about that. I was nervously eating Oreos the entire overtime period. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't have have taken – like the game, like – Perfectly ramped up throughout, like it. It started it slow. It started yeah. slow. The second half, it just continually got more and more progressively entertaining. Oh, pop! Come on, dude. Oh, dunk that. Yeah, I yes, was. Um, I agree. I was really. And then overtime was just gut wrenching. I loved it yeah. though. No, me too. It was just. It was a really a slow burn. I think. I think things heated up after. Usher brought the heat. That's he did. What happened. I, I, I asked Samantha as as we were about to get into halftime, like, how does it feel to be like the target demographic audience for the halftime show? Yeah, she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, Usher in his prime, like that that was us, and probably a little bit older than us. Like we are, we are in that. Like this is this is for us, babe. This yeah. is like, it's not the weekend, which I think is a little little younger than us. Although he was great couple years ago it's not the eagles it's not i mean metallica could probably shred but even then like that's a little bit older for us more more my brother's age Um, it's not aerosmith even though yeah i've seen aerosmith a few times yeah Um, no i i agree it's been nice because i think y'all are younger than no no not not i think i know y'all are younger than me so this one was probably more of that age oh big air ball by dickinson 
He shot a three he is, and didn't even hit the two, net. He was so he short. He is two for 10. He is two for 10, my friends. I also love Caleb Rogers leading the student section chance. That's that's <laughs> freaking fantastic. Have you a so, night, man? Uh, dang it. I completely forgot what I was saying. You were talking about uh, that interesting. the demographic for the halftime show. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I feel like last year's was kind of my peak so far. With Dr. Dre and, and Snoop, Snoop yeah, that was and, good. and Eminem, because I'm just a little, I'm, a, well, more than a little. I'm like six or seven years older than you, I think. Well, you're not. Yeah. Right. I turned 35 this year. Okay, I'm five years older. Really? Yeah. I feel so weird to say I'm, I'm going to be 35. I'm 40. I'm a man. I'm I'm that guy that people talk about online. You're some forty year old dude tweeting about you know, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's I'm a it. man, I'm forty. You found me. So no, I, I feel like that was with me being just, you know, a few years older than you, that was probably the, the most perfect yeah. nostalgia wheelhouse so far that I've experienced. Last night's was still pretty great though, because Usher I still remember um it was ninety eight or so 97 or 8 was when i really really remember him coming out and getting big you know what chaps me about kansas so bill self will just like smirkingly talk to the ref and like like he'll have a a coach or two come up and it will look like like they're holding him back or something oh did he get ejected (laughs) he gone Yeah, he got ejected. Who's he talking to? He was talking to the ref. Just now? I oh guess. Oh, my gosh. How did I, we miss all this? Because we're, we're talking. Oh. So, I, okay. So, Dickinson, I think, got called for a foul, and then he was griping about it, and then he's out there chirping at a, at a ref. And like I said, what, what, was, what was cracking me up was, like, his entourage of assistant coaches came out there. It looked like to get him back. But then all three of them were saying something to the, the ref. I was like, you can't, <laughs> you, you can't be the, the hold me back guy and then each get a shot in. Like that doesn't. And then Pop oh. Isaacs hits four, four free throws in a row. Just buried it. Oh, he's yeah. calling him a joke. I rewound it. So he's Dick- telling him you're oh. a joke. You're a joke. Okay, so yeah, Dickinson elbowed Jennings twice, and the the referee under the basket called it, and then he called him, and then self called him a joke. Yeah, dude, you're goodbye. Was it? Yeah, was it on Dickinson? Yeah, no, he he elbowed uh, Jennings. Like there's a replay coming after the free throws that'll show pretty good. Yep, you're right. You're right. Um, Yeah, you could clearly. You are a joke. Tech back up by 20 with five to go. Well, if he's, you know, if, if I'm down 16 on the road. <laughs> he's like, I, I, I don't want to be here for this, apparently. What did he say to get the second tee? He's going over there. I just keep saying joke over and over. Oh, man. And maybe it was just, it was just enough. Like he just kept saying it. Anyways, uh, so that's uh-huh. happening. Jennings is shooting more free throws. His uh, season percentage has got to be like 
Well, let's see where he is. Where is he on tonight? He's four for six tonight. Why are you complaining? Because the two he's missing just felt like they've been massive. He just hit one. Um, it's five of seven. He so just missed him badly. Text uh, up by 22. It's fine. It's fine. It's going to be okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that, that was our experience with the, the Super Bowl. Um, you want to you wanna do the, the preview for Iowa State? You want to talk about baseball? Let's do a little Iowa State since we're okay. still on basketball. Because I was going to say, the, the game's going to be over before I think we can get through 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 baseball. Well, it's technically over already. I mean. <laughs> They're up 22 <laughs> with five to go. I don't um, think we're going to uh, announce or jinx a 22-point hmm. loss in five minutes. But um, we have seen that happen. We have up. seen Tech give up 20, 20, 20 to nothing run. Yeah. Oh God! Let's um, just hope that doesn't happen. Okay, let's talk about the Cyclones. Cyclones, and not and not Brock Purdy. I guess I will have to unmute. I'll unmute Cyclone Larry because I just could not. I could not deal with that. The, the second that the Niners beat the Lions, I muted Cyclone Larry on Twitter. I had to. I had to for my sanity. I couldn't and take I'm, two weeks of 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 all of that. I'm sure and Purdy he, played great. He really did. I man he, he's a he's a good bus driver he <laughs> um hey he was like sandra bullock in speed man he was yeah he made some good throws he he played some really i I felt like he did a really good job never turned the ball over although i kept expecting and hoping him to but he made some great throws under pressure out of the pocket especially for the first year starter anyway I'm not trying to minimize what he did, but yeah, let's let's change it. Let's talk about some different cyclones. Is uh is is the cyclone cyclone was the game plan here once Jennings got in was was, was the hack of Jennings because he's shooting more free throws and That's hits just, them both. I love this man. He's six of eight, man. He's a, you he's are a the reverse Jennings jinx. He's a fantastic free throw shooter. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm sure he wasn't the only one that had that that Super Bowl tweet, like, I'm tired of being the chief Super Bowl. <laughs> but it cracked me up in the moment. I was like, that's, that's, it's funny because they were the chief Super Bowl. <laughs> it was yeah, the game I, scheduled on the, the game circle on, on the schedule. Yeah, um, when it, uh, Ryan in the discord had, <laughs> we were just talking about something else and I forgot what he said. But in, it was it was in the exact direct context, and he said something like, "Well, I guess congrats on your Super Bowl then." And it just oh, it made me laugh so hard, and I don't know. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that's 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 true. I, it, I don't know. It cracked me up. Yeah, because it it was funny. Um, Cyclones, uh, they are tenth in the AP poll. Uh, we talked about how how strong they were. Um, Haslametrics has them. Likes them even more than, than Kansas. Kansas was 14 coming into tonight. Um, Iowa State is six. Uh, they're, like I said, 10th of the AP people. They are averaging 79 points a game and only giving up 62. Uh, Haslam has as a, as a projection as a 10-point loss for Texas Tech. So it's going to be a tall order to make it into Hilton um, and not have a frustrating game. Um just with how they do things. They shoot 47, almost 48% from the field. 
Texas Tech shoots 46. That percentage may go up. The season percentage may go up, depending on how, how this game finishes. Uh, defensively, they allow 40.5%. Um, Texas Tech allows opponents to shoot 42.5%. Um, they are not a great three-point shooting team. Um, they shoot thirty, just under 36%. Texas Tech is 37.5%. Uh, and then the three-point defense is about the same, 33.5 for Tech, 33.6 for Iowa State. Um, they get to the free throw line a ton, 23, almost 23 and a half attempts per game. The saving grace here for Texas Tech is they only hit 69%. Texas Tech is still averaging 19 attempts per game and connecting on 78%. Darian Williams, uh, I... I no, I'm going to jinx it. He's nine of nine from the field. 24 points. Is he really? Yeah. I, I mean, I knew he was having a great night, but I did not. I did not know he was throwing a no, a no hitter so far. Oh, <laughs> we, we can't jinx it. Oh, poor Dickinson. The guy just can't hit thing. Oh, Robert. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Now you saw it. He has eight points. That's his first uh, field goal. Uh, my goodness, he split the defenders and just threw it down with some authority. Dickinson um, is two for 11. Just hate to see it. McCuller is not playing tonight. Uh, still recovering from a knee injury. Um, so their two leading scores uh, have four points. Get, oh. And see, I'm sitting there talking about Darian Williams and his, his his shooting percentage, and then he takes that low percentage shot and still gets it to go. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, he's, he's having himself a night. That's for sure. It's one of those nights for him. Up 25. Okay, sorry. We're talking about uh, Iowa State. Um, Ken Palm uh, has the Cyclones at number nine, adjusted offense 45, adjusted defense at three. Um. So this is as good as a Chris Beard defense, but a much, much better offense. This will be um, the third top 15 defense that Texas Tech will play in a row because Kansas was 14. Mm-hmm. And UCF, I believe, was 10. And, of course, you know, Tech got both of those at home. But, yeah, going on the road and facing the number three defense is going to be a tall, tall order. Yeah. Um, they play Cincinnati tomorrow night. So if you want to check in on a, a common opponent, how they how they handle the Bearcats, they are fourth. Uh, Iowa State are the fourth in the Big Twelve in scoring, fifth in field goal percentage, uh, sixth in three point percentage, eleventh in free throw percentage. Like I said, they're, they're not a great. They don't connect on a ton of their free throws. They just shoot just a crap ton of them. They're first in attempts. Um, 11th in rebounding. So that that may also come into play that, like, they're not a great rebounding team. Um, I mean, they're, they're, they're better than you are, but just barely. Um, but they're second in turnover margin. And, Michael, this is ridiculous. They're up there with, with Houston. Houston and Iowa State, I'm just – they're far and away, like, in their own tier in terms of turnover margin. Uh, they are plus almost seven turnovers a game. Good, not they, they are. They force seventeen point eight, and they they commit just about eleven. Um, Texas Tech is fifth, 
So top third at turnover margin at 1.1. So there's just a huge disparity there between uh, that. And, and, and there are, are a bunch of teams around that 1.1, 1. 1, 1.2. Um, but they are led uh, some players to watch. They've got three guys that score more than 10 points a game, and they've got three more that score just under 10 points in 20 minutes. So we'll, we'll do the plus 10 point guys first and then the, the under 10 points. So they don't have a guy that's like a Hunter Dickinson or a Kevin McCullers or Pop Isaacs type that, that, that'll just blow the roof off the gym. It's going to be like a, a, a team affair. Like everybody's going to be involved. Uh, but they're led by, by Kashawn Gilbert, 6'4 guard, just under 14 points per game, shoots 46% from the field, only 31% from three, and 66% of his free throws. Adds in four and a half rebounds, three assists, and a steal and a half. Uh, then there's number one guard, Tamin Lipsy. Uh, interesting enough, he's from Ames, Iowa, 6'1, 200, uh, 13.2 points per game, 41 point, 41% from the field, 35 from three, uh, 58 from the free throw stripe, six rebounds a game, five assists, and three steals. Um, and then if it's not either of those guards, it is forward Milan Momcha. I practiced this, and I was going to – I knew I was going to – I mean, I'm so proud of you. Momchilovich. I probably still butchered that. Six eight two ten freshman, uh, averaging – 12 and a half points per game. Um, but not the big man that just gets all of his shots at, at the rim, right? Like we saw this with a guy uh, from TCU that averages like 10 points a game, but he shoots like 80% from the field. Um, no, he shoots under 38% from the field, 31% from three, 85% of his free throws. So he gets, uh, when he gets the line, he, he's, he's, he's connecting there. Um, but even though he's six eight, doesn't add a bunch of rebounds. Only two and a half rebounds a game. Um, and then the other guys that are scoring about ten points per game: uh, guard Curtis Jones, forward Trey King, and forward Robert. <laughs> D five just hits a three. Still, still hasn't missed. Uh, Robert Jones, uh, Curtis Jones, Robert Jones, not related. I was I was curious about that. Looked it up. Uh, no, not related. Um, so those are your guys offensively, um, defensively, they're going to be a handful. They are 18 and five on the season, seven and three in big 12 play. You take them on. I don't know if it's better to play names in the morning or at night, but I'll, yeah, I'm going to say I, probably I, a morning tip may, may help the atmosphere for you. I, I feel like 11 a.m. is your best shot. Um, but still, it's it's going to be tough. That the the that's still enough time for the kids to be out of bed, and and be in line. D five hits another shot. Who's oh this my number twenty three? This kid wearing the twenty three jersey. That's Grant's son. It's Beckett. Is it really? Yeah, they're just showing them. <laughs> He's loving it. He probably knows that Williams hasn't missed. Oh, it is Beckett. Okay, duh. Oh, I, I I only knew that because they flashed up his name on the screen. <laughs> he is um, a great time. I'm selfish. Uh, D5, you wanna, don't take another shot, man. <laughs> don't do it. You want him to end on a end on a make? 
Dude, Texas Tech is up 27. Against number six, Kansas. Uh, this reminds me, this was a few years ago. I, I think it was 2019 when you ran Kansas out of the gym, but you ran them out of the gym in the oh. first half when you got up like 19 or 20 before half. Well, and that was when I think were both teams in the top 10. I think so. It was a huge At that point, matchup. Or even the top five or something. It was, it, it was a lot weighing on that. And there was a graphic coming up tonight, and I'm going to miss it by one because I'm really good at that sort of thing. But I think Bill Self has won eight of the last nine against tech until tonight. And so that was the one. Yeah. But I remember that one too. I remember where I was for some reason we were at, it's not four anymore, but for some reason my wife and I decided to watch it at the, the golf place Yeah, that night. What is it? It's not, it's not four anymore. It's something else. It's not top golf. It's it not, was never top golf. Yeah. It's never top golf. It was four. And then it's like, it's some other driving range. Now it's going to bother me. Hold on. Shooters. No. No? Oh, okay. Golf suites. <laughs> Would never have pulled that out of a hat. It's a little more straightforward. Okay, they Williams is out of the game. So they sat he him down. His, oh, they're putting in a walk standing on. ovation. Who oh, is I that? love it. Who is, I love who's it. number 10? Are we pulling deep from the bench? Francis. Freaking Kansas. <laughs> Lamar Washington getting some play. Is EY yeah, on the Lindsay's court out there. Yalejo's out there. McMillan's the only guy out there who actually plays. Uh, Francis gets a rebound. God bless. He's on the board. He registered a stat. <laughs> McMillan's running the point, and Grant's like, just slow it down. Reminds me of the. The games when you're up big with beard, he's like, no shots. And then we we put up like an alley oop and he got yeah. pissed. Oh, yeah, he or faux pissed. About that. Um so yeah. Yeah, so, this doesn't feel like it has the weight that that 2019 game did or whatever year that was, but this this still this is still really, fun. This is yeah, this is a really fun. good feeling. Um so yeah, you're gonna have a, a, a tough go at it, I think. I mean it's it's gonna be just a difficult game. Oh, that feed from Francis. Uh, and then Kyron Lindsay with the reverse. That was beautiful. Oh, that was a no look. That was a no look. Oh man, the guys on the bench are loving it. <laughs> Kyron Lindsay with the block. Oh, oh, and Francis is going to dribble out the game. Oh, I just you hate to see it. <laughs> a walk on dribbles out the clock against number six Kansas. The Jayhawks are in shambles. <laughs> Bill Self is. He's on the bus, I guess. Incredulous in the in the locker room. He might be at Preston Smith. Who knows? Who knows where he is? Yeah. Okay, Hunter Dickinson finishes. I want to read this. Let me read this. Please, no, I'm, I'm here for it. Three fouls, three assists, seven rebounds. Five points on two of 12 shooting. He was 0 for 2 from 3, and he hit one free throw. One of two. He was having a Meanwhile, he, he didn't have meanwhile, his buddy. Darian Williams, the, the smallest number four or the biggest guard you've ever seen. 30 points, 
12 of 12 shooting, including four of four from three. Freaking points. Two of two perfect from the line free throws. 11 rebounds, three assists, one foul. That's it. A a nice little double-double on perfect shooting from every aspect of the game. Well done, sir. Unbelievable. I love and tech wins 79 to 50. 29 point victory for your red Raiders. Um, huge, huge win there to break up. I, I was concerned about the, the stretch here. Um, had you lost on Saturday. Um, and then the game you had tonight against Kansas, like you can really pile up because the schedule didn't do you any favors because you leave here on the road Saturday and in, in Hilton. Um, but you win tonight. Uh, you move to what are we now? Eighteen and six, seven and four in Big Twelve play. Uh, you were in a tie for fourth. Um, now you're in a tie for th- third. Nope. No, you're all by yourself in third. Because Houston's first at eight and three, and then Iowa State at seven and three. Kansas was third at seven and four. Um. You are now seven and four, but they're seven and five. So you take over over winning percentage points there up into third. But you take on Iowa State this weekend, so it may be short lived, plus other games this week. How that all shakes out. Um and then Texas Tech, uh, they return home next Tuesday night. So we'll have another um another another episode just like this where we're talking through the game. Because it's an eight yeah. eight PM tip. <laughs> It won't be like a late instant reaction. It'll be a, we talk through it. Uh, TCU, 16 and 7, 5 and 5 on ESPN, the dose. And TCU did win tonight. They played West Virginia, I believe at home. Yes, yes, they did. So they're 17 and 7, 6 and 5 in Big 12 play. Um, Go ahead and update those numbers. All right. That was, there's just not much to say besides that was just a thing of beauty to watch that game. That was great. I Um, loved it. I mean, you know, the way Tech shot from three, uh, they were, were they they ended up finishing, they uh, they ended up finishing 38%. So they shot eight of their, or eight of their 10 made threes came in the first half. Fine. Whatever it takes. Yeah, you were two of, well, that's Kansas. Why is Kansas showing as the, no, sorry. You were two of 12 from three in the second half. Yeah. Two of 12. But, had but. Had you not been up big, that would have been. Texas Tech had a little cheat code. Uh, Darian Williams. By the, yeah, by n- number five out there. D5. Another, another very important number five in the Texas Tech pantheon this weekend. Yeah. Two in football, one in men's basketball. At least one in men's basketball. I don't. I don't have the the roster, the historical roster, or baseball to really tell you all the great number fives that have been through the halls at Texas Tech. Um, Isaac's not a great night. Seven points, one of nine from the field, one of six from three, perfect from the charity stripe, and he hit all those as self uh, let himself out to the parking lot. You're correct. You're correct. Offensively. Not super productive, but only one turnover and five assists and only one foul. So he, you know, he was able to find a way to contribute, but, but yeah, shooting was not on his side tonight. 
Yeah, I, and I thought Toussaint was about to have a game, and then he he didn't. Had at you, least offensively, had you not gotten the the production from uh, Darren Williams tonight, we would have like this game. We would have been like your guards, man. We got to figure <laughs> something out because they combined Pop Isaac, Joe Toussaint combined for thirteen points on three of eighteen shooting. They did have eight combined assists. Correct. And only two, great. And only two turnovers between them. I wonder how many of those were to Williams. <laughs> They're just like, oh, let's just get it to Darian tonight. Yeah. Well, you, you, let's you get a bucket. You feed the hot hand, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. I, I feel like, I, I feel like we saw something pretty monumental tonight. Getting to see that kind of shooting performance. We got a anyone. couple uh couple guys showing up to the chat here. Um one, uh Chase says the Bill Self tantrum to get tossed. So we had something to complain about is amazing. Um and then you also ask us to start bench cut these chants. Overrated. F U K U and we want Kevin. Start we want Kevin, because that's that's amazing. Um I mean the the fukku is, it's the most lyrical, it's the most uh, musical. I guess I should say. I'd like to cut both of those because overrated. Like it's it's just it's stupid, right? Well, um, both of those have the same. Okay, we're cutting the same song, just different lyrics, because they're both forms of right. Yeah, but. Just the message behind overrated saying like, we beat you, so you must not be that good. Yeah, the overrated thing is like you're actually stuck with me, taking a shot at yourself there. I'm I'm really partial to go start the bus. The keys, I like jingling keys. Yeah, I mean let's 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 keep that. Let's bring that one back. That's an old standard that may be showing. I may be showing my my age there, but go start the bus, man. Let's just. Jingle some keys the last they, they could have been doing that the last eight minutes. <laughs> Just every time out. Get the keys out. Kids. Do kids still carry keys? I don't know. Bobby? <laughs> do you do you have uh Yeah, I mean, did you want to get to get to some baseball? I do, man. I, I've got to get to some baseball. I will be honest with you, as you know. I'm going to be relying on you a lot for the, <laughs> this baseball segment. All right. Well, let's do it then. You got this. Um, all right. Baseball first pitch this weekend, Friday evening in Arlington, Globe Life Field. We've talked about it. They will hit five straight in Arlington to start the season. Uh, Tennessee, Nebraska, Oregon, UTA, and Oregon State. Two of those are top 10 teams in Tennessee and Oregon State. Um, preseason, all the preseason awards and watch lists and all that kind of stuff has come out. I will just say, um, if you like playing the underdog, like you, you're set up well here. You're picked fourth in the Big 12. Now, granted, it's top-heavy, loaded Big 12, um, behind TCU, Texas, and Oklahoma State. No surprise by any of those teams being ahead of you. Those are all fantastic baseball programs. Um, it does feel like a very clear top tier of the of these four teams. And even within that, you can probably 
have some gradation there and say like tech has the most to prove. I think that's why they're fourth. You got to figure out your your starting rotation, and if if your bullpen is going to be able to to contribute and continue to step up, um, we know the offense is there. Uh, offensively, like th- this this could be a really powerful and fun club to watch. Um, the other teams I think are just a lot more settled, and they didn't get hit hard with the portal departures that, that you did. Um, you know, you weren't the well, they weren't the Arkansas feeder program that you found yourself to be with losing uh, Mason Molina and Hudson White. Um, but also, flip side, you do get a couple guys back from injury that maybe, um, knock on wood, were going to be figured to, to help out in the rotation, um, not only on the mound, but on the on, on the out in the field, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, one that opened up uh, a lot of playing time, a lot of innings for guys that may not have contributed as much last season. So now they, they've got a lot more, more time. And then you get these guys back um, to help buoy up all that kind of depth and rotation possibilities. Uh, this may be um, uh, a Tim Tadlock dream because you know how he likes to tinker with the lineups, especially early on, never plays the same group of guys, always moving guys around. Um, although I would say in terms of like looking around the field and who's going to play where you can probably not even pencil in like Sharpie in a couple of guys at positions, uh, that they, they won't be moved. Um, and that's probably going to be Kevin Bazell behind the dish. He's going to be able to move back to catcher, open up some space there, Hudson white, whatever happened last year that bounced, Bazell to third, maybe it was not having a third baseman or, or the, the injury to Travis Sanders late in the spring. Because, um, you know, he, he had the opportunity, obviously, to, 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 to be one of your, your main catchers last year, but played every day at third base. Um, he will be your everyday catcher, at least your starting catcher there. And then Gavin Cash at first. Um, around the rest of the infield, second, short, third, um, you would feel pretty good about Cade McGee, the Gonzaga transfer coming in uh, at third base. Tracer Lopez at short, although he he, he could be flipped over to second base, uh, depending on, on who steps up and who, who's able to, to take those innings of that spot there. But the middle infield, I think you got great oper- options um, with Lopez, Will Burns, um, Travis Sanders, a guy that you you expected a lot from last season, but didn't end up getting to play because of injury. And then new guys, TJ Pompey and Landon Stripling, all figure to be um, guys that you, you you'll see a lot of there uh, in, in the infield, uh, outfield. Um, you know, you'll notice I didn't say Austin Green there at second base. He's been flipped out to the outfield. I w- I think he's going to move to left field, but that's just because I think you've got guys that have played right field um, more that are able to go there uh, a little more uh, fluidly. Grant, I, I don't know if Austin Green's played right field or left field, if there's any kind of uh, history there. Center, I think you can you can say that's pretty, pretty clear going to be Gage Harrelson uh, with what he was able to, to provide to you uh, at – near the top of your your lineup last season um, and just defensively what, 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 he, what he was able to do out in center. 
Uh, and then right field, um, Owen Washburn, I think, could, should factor back into the rotation out there. Um, but your corner outfielders, are, like I said, it's going to be some combination of Austin Green, Owen Washburn, Damien Bravo has got a chance there, and maybe even a, a Drew Woodcox, although Woodcox could also be your your DH. Um, and then new guys, Garrett Bame and Davis Rivers. Rivers uh, was super impressive in the fall. I've not heard. Uh, well, I haven't heard anything about anybody in the spring, but I haven't heard if, if that had continued this spring. But he was just destroying baseballs in the fall. Um, I think where everybody is like really wanting to see is is what your your your, your pitching rotation and your bullpen is going to look like. Um, I think you feel really good about the potential you have with Kyle Robinson. Uh, he was your game one starter, and then obviously was able to to turn it back on. Uh, there late in the season, I felt really good about uh, Rogers. There, I, I think that last the last performance you saw from him against Florida, I said, "Man, this guy's got like weekend rotation kind of stuff." Um, but other guys you you, you could or should see um, being considered here: Zane Petty, Mac Hoyer, Trenton Parrish could find himself back in starting rotation. Tabor Fast. And then uh, Jack Washburn, you got him transferred in, uh, and he got injured, missed all of last season. So you could get both Washburn brothers on the field at the same time, which I think would be pretty cool. Um, as just anecdotally, as a story, um, but if healthy, I think he could be one of your guys there. Um, and then I think the biggest question, at least for me, um, was what are you what are you gonna what are you gonna do uh, with your bullpen? Because um, that was the the issue. Um, like you had a a couple of guys you could go to, but then there was a lot of guys you're like, man, I really don't know <laughs> uh, who we're gonna see or, or what we're gonna get. Um, I think you'd feel pretty good about Josh Sanders uh, out of the bullpen. Um, if Rogers isn't going to be a starter, you'd feel pretty good about him. Um, same thing with, with, with Parrish. Um, then other guys to 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 be on the lookout for. Um, I've 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 heard positive things about um, freshman Parker Hut Hatira Huttera. I got no idea. Um. Isaiah Rhodes, he's a fifth-year senior. Joe Sockwell, um, Carson Preeb, Cole Cass, uh, Chandler Coe. Um, yeah, sorry, those were the – and Tabor Fast. Uh, Brendan Lysick, Derek Bridges, Ryan Free, Zach Erdman. These are all your, your left-handers. That's why they're broken up on the roster. And Max Huffling. Um the six nine guy that you've gotten from Abilene. So, if if uh, Tadlock and and staff can pull the strings there and figure out the the bullpen issues and and and, and kind of shore that up a little bit, I think you can uh, look forward to one having a really successful uh, and exciting offense, and then not have to win as many games twenty to 16, 12 Oof. to ten. Yeah. 
you may win those 12 to 2, 12 4, and feel just as good about your chances to extend um, your season. Are you going to be able to make it back and out of a, uh, a regional? Um, you know, I would love to tell you how, how confident I am in that. Uh, you haven't had bad teams, um, but what happens is is you get uh, when you're playing in the the Big Twelve baseball conference, you get beat up a little bit. You've got to you got to prove your worth um, in the postseason. You you've been knocked a little bit in, in your postseason seeding, so you have to you have to scrap in in, in your regionals, right? So you you had a a, a pretty strong matchup there. And the Georgia Southern, um, sorry, Georgia State Regional a couple years ago against uh, Notre Dame, who made it into Omaha. And then last year in the Gainesville Regional, going up against a national runner-up in Florida um, and taking them to a, uh, a, a winner-take-all game. Um, you, you got up to the, the 2-0 start in the, in the regional, but lost twice uh, there at home or – to the Gators at, at home for them. So, like, I, I don't have any, like, I expect Omaha, I expect a Super Regional. I would hope to see them be able to get to that kind of stage depending on how the bullpen shakes out. I'm supremely confident in the offense, but if you don't have the defense, uh, especially on the mound, then... You'll only go as far as they can take you because everybody, everybody's got bats. And so <clears throat> I'm starting to lose my voice again, but that's, that's where I'm at with baseball. I'm super excited about it, Michael. Um, I can tell. Are you going to subscribe to flow sports this weekend? Only if I have to, I don't know if you I want to spend 30 bucks to watch five games, but I may, you can watch the other ones too. You can scout. <laughs> I don't care about other college baseball programs at this point in the season. I just want to watch Texas Tech baseball. Um, Schedule wise. It's six bucks a game. That's not crazy, right? I mean, especially if you're sitting down and watching all of them, but I'd have to watch all of them. Yeah. I I don't think your family would, (laughs) would be cool with like, Oh, sorry. Cause it's a a four hour commitment. (laughs) Yeah. In front of the 24 hours of baseball to watch this weekend. Um, I know we, we we went through the 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 schedule a little bit. I wanted to give just a reminder, quick breakdown on the conference schedule. Uh, your home and away. Um, so your home conference series this year will be Texas, uh, starting off three weeks from now, March eighth. Um, BYU. Unfortunately, you do not travel to Provo because I, I think that would have been a really cool trip, especially with. Um, BYU being picked tied to finish last in the conference. That would have been a, a fun trip to make in. You know, hope you get out of that uh, that road series with, with, with W. Um, Houston, West Virginia, and OU. Oklahoma and West Virginia are tied to finish one, two, three, four, five, sixth, at least in the pre the coaches preseason poll. Um, and then your your away conference series, your road conference series, Baylor. UCF, which I think could be a really fun trip. TCU is always going to be uh, an exciting and competitive trip, especially since they've been they've been picked to to win this year. Kansas, 
and then Oklahoma State. So of the four teams ahead of you, you get two of them on the road. Um, you do get Texans at home early, but you do get them at home. Um, unfortunately, with the way that the number of, of, of Big 12 teams uh, and then schools that don't play baseball, what do you do in Iowa State? You do miss two schools. You don't play Kansas State or Cincinnati this year. Cincinnati is the other team tied with BYU to finish last. And then Cincinnati, um, sorry, Kansas State is picked to finish fifth right behind you. Um, so the Big 12 standings, the projected standings, TCU, Texas, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Kansas State, Oklahoma, West Virginia tied, Kansas, Houston, UCF, Baylor, BYU, and Cincinnati tied to finish last. Um, your non-conference, I think, uh, is going to have a, a quite a bit of a step up. We've talked about the, the series against Stanford. You get them back in Lubbock. Um, you've got non-conference, uh, although they will be a, a conference opponent. You get um, Arizona State. Um, when is that? You play them oh, Thursday. Schedule, yeah. Um, May sixteenth, and then you get a double header in Tempe. You get UNLV uh, Friday afternoon, and then Arizona State again Friday night to end your regular season. Other non-conference, obviously, you get uh, home and home with New Mexico. Uh, you get a, a trip to Arkansas, which is going to be tough. Um, you play Abilene Christian in Abilene, which we know how that went last year. Mm-hmm. Although you do get the benefit of having one of those games move back with, with weather. Uh, home. Well, half of it. Yeah. Home, <laughs> two-game series versus Stanford. Um, sorry, you do play two games against Abilene you do get two games against ACU this year. It's split home and away. Uh, New Mexico State, Gardner-Webb, Texas Southern. So you don't get as many bottom bottom teams in your your, your non-conference play. Obviously, t- Texas Southern and Gardner-Webb. Um, New Mexico State probably. Um, usually it's pretty... The Molina com- rematch, though. Yeah. Usually pretty... pretty uh, Pretty competitive there with New Mexico. Um, surprisingly competitive with ACU. It's not a good thing. Um, Stanford. Molina, you could face. Although I, I would expect he he's gonna he could figure into their weekend rotation. So when you play them Tuesday, Wednesday, you may not see him. Uh, you'll probably see Hudson White. But non-conference, I think, is a, quite a bit better this year than a years past. Long story short, I'm excited about baseball. Um, we're going to do our best to to bring you the baseball content. We're we'll see if uh, if we can get Keith in on a recording or two. I know his uh, schedule and, and commitments will probably keep him from producing regular podcast content for Dinger Derby, but can't hurt to see if we can get him to join us a night or two as we get this thing going. Um. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up, Michael, and get to what do we learn? What do you say? Okay. What do we learn, Palmer? I don't know, sir. I don't know either. It's about the only bumper we play these days besides the intro and outro. Um, one, I, 
I should have written it down. I had a question for you, uh, but I forgot it. Um, oh, man. And I was like, this is going to be great. We'll, we'll, we'll have something, a question to talk about on the podcast. But what do we learn? One, um, we got Winter's last ditch effort to, to drag us down um, this past weekend. Obviously, if y'all are in the in Lubbock or the area, you know we had between three and eight inches of snow, depending on where you were. Um, it is, well, before we, we hit record tonight, it was all gone. It, it, <laughs> yeah. it had melted. Uh, and not a particularly warm day today. I think it got to 40, maybe. But it just was just sunny. like, it was just warm enough and it was sunny. It was sunny all day. Um, so you got you got the experience of snow. You got you got a little bit of ice this morning since it was like in the, the 20s overnight. It was not a particularly cold snow yesterday. So it did melt some and slush up and refreeze. But even that seemed to get cleared up pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> on the way to my in-laws house, we saw this car parked basically at the intersection of 98th and university. It also was like the worst of the storm had, had passed, but it was still snowing off and on stopped. And then like very, this, this car, this, this driver was out, um, nonchalantly, nonchalantly dusting snow off of her windshield. I had not seen what had happened. Parked at an intersection? Yeah. And like, here's the thing. Four inches deep. I was like, you only cleared off like enough to see out of your driver's, like the driver's windshield. I think what had happened is that when she stopped at the intersection, what was on her roof came down and covered up her her windshield. Um, because there was, there was snow nowhere else on her car except for her windshield. That's why you clear the snow off your roof. It's dangerous. Well. So. And off your hood. Yeah. Just everywhere. Okay. So that's, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I, you, I, I you know where trying, I'm about to go. I was trying to set you up. I was trying to set you up. <laughs> so, so like three cars yesterday, if I could have pulled them over and given them tickets, like as a, like as a citizen's arrest, I would have. And well, two of them were today. One was yesterday, Sunday. Uh, while it was still snowing. I, we, we had left our little one over at my mom's house. She spent the night with over there on Saturday night. And so I was going to pick her up Sunday morning and there was a, a four door pickup whose entire side windows were covered in snow and just driving nothing, no big deal. And I thought that was bad. Yeah. But then I saw, bad. I saw two that topped it today. And, and what's worse about at least then you're kind of, you kind of tell yourself, okay, it's still snowing. They just got in the truck. They needed to go do what they needed to do. You should still clear all that crap off your car. But fine. Then today, two-hour delay. So um, my wife had somewhere she needed to be, so I, I took the little one to school this morning. So 9.30 this morning, and we just talked about how beautiful the weather was this morning. Sun shining. Birds are singing. There's a jackass driving a minivan with about one f- square foot cleared off of his windshield. He was running late. Taking Michael. his kids to school. Only had time to clear off enough that he could see directly in front of him. 
driving driving to an elementary school with small children with the, let's just do the absolute bare minimum i would have put that guy in jail if i could have figured out how to do it i was screaming i've, I've been I had, luckily rough. had dropped my kid off because otherwise she would have i don't know if i could have held that in because that is so it was so dangerous like the sides couldn't see out of the sides couldn't see out of uh, the windshield itself, except for just enough to run forward. Oh my goodness, brother! I've I've been in enough of a rush before that I've left the house with some frost, um, like some frost on the windshield or like a, a side w- window. But at nine thirty, though, no, 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 it's bothered me enough. That I never made it to the end of the street before I, I jumped <laughs> out. Like, no, I I can't do this. Like, I'm I'm too worried. I'm gonna. Like I'm not going to see something. That was me. That that like, be me too. I'm going to be again. that guy. I'm going to be that guy that I'm going to hit a kid or something. And my depth perception of this car. I'm going to I'm going to t-bone yeah. somebody in an intersection because I couldn't see them well enough. Yeah, yeah. And no, then there was this dude. Yeah, this guy was awful. Um, very dangerous. And and like I said, I can't I can't stress this enough. It's 9:30. The last snow fell in Lubbock, Texas, probably at 5 p.m. last night. So I had plenty of time to work on it. Yes. <laughs> Even, I mean, it off. Let's just, let, let's get out there. Let's get out there at nine Oh five guy. And, and just, just, you know, do a little bit, just do a little bit of something. Uh, just like use your hand, one. like sweep it off, man. Yes. Or your wipers. Oh, well, the wipers um, probably fused. They probably like, Probably blew a fuse because it was too much weight on. There was one more though, and then I'll stop. But on I twenty seven today, there was a young lady who who must be vertic who must be vertically challenged. (laughs) Talking like four eight, (laughs) cracked me up so much because she was driving a not a not a big SUV. I don't know what it was, but like a Rav four kind of size, you know. Oh, Forerunner for sure then. It's something like that. It's a G wagon. No, I don't know what it was, but um, on each side, she tried. I mean, homegirl needs a step ladder though, but she tried. And so on each side of the windshield, there was like this very small semicircle. <laughs> of only the space you could reach. <laughs> yes. Like you could tell exactly where the forearm checked out. Like Her this arms. is it. This far, <laughs> no can't. farther. So, oh, so d- with that effort, I think she may have cleared fifty percent of the snow. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Driving seventy-five on I twenty-seven, beautiful. Let's let's just what, what's let's even, just all die on the way to work. What would have been even better though if like if she like if she could have reached the whole thing? Like, nope, this is enough. <laughs> this is it. I'm good. <laughs> And, and um, a, like a, last time, I cannot stress this enough. This was at nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> you had plenty get of off time. your butt and go outside before nine. Before you need to get in your car, five ten minutes before tops. Right. I've got two things. One is a, is a surprise, Michael. No, sorry, it's Michael's birthday. What? No, it's not. Did you not know that? my birthday yeah it's michael's birthday hold on hold on i set this up and the stupid thing isn't working i don't hear anything 
No, I know. And that's that's the problem. <laughs> just just bear with me, folks. So it's Monday, February twelfth, and this is somehow my birthday. Yes. It's your birthday. Just Okay. Just Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. What are you up to over there? I'm trying to connect my phone to the board via Bluetooth. Because as I tried to play it, it was playing on the speakers. Although I could just change the audio output on the computer and not be stupid. Hold on. I got this. I got this. Here we go. You're professional. Here we go. You can't hear that? Hold the phone. <laughs> well, I'm trying to play a joke. It's Michael McDonald's birthday, but not the <laughs> Michael McDonald's, the other Michael McDonald. Is it really? Yeah. I was trying to play. Uh, How old is he? He's, he's got to be dead? late 70s, right? Oh, no. How dare you? He's alive. I was trying to play a banger from when he was with the, with the Doobie Brothers. But which one? Which one did you play? I had started. Uh, you belong to me. Hmm. Here, you, you you have any? You have any Seventy-two. Others? Seventy-two years old. You have any others? You know what's funny? He got married the year I was born. Wow. Mm-hmm. Is there a connection there? Probably not. Um, no, 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 there's not. Is, is there is there a good um, Doobie Brothers or a Michael McDonald song that we should we should play to honor this man's birthday? Ain't no mountain high enough. He covers that one. I thought that was like I was like that's not that, that can't be him. Oh yeah. W- what's the song? Um, or I, I, I guess it could be many like that he sings, but it was written by Kenny Loggins. What? They played it. I I know there's a song. This is it. That's the name of the song. I'm not I'm not being funny or something. There's a song called This Is It. Is that the one I was thinking of? Hold on. Let, let me see if I can find it. This is so stupid. This is not even worth anymore. Oh, what a fool believes. Or this is it. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna play What a Fool Believes. Oh, it's live. This sucks. <laughs> no, that's not. Well, hold on. No, that's not it. What was the other one? That's not it. This is it. No, I was trying to know what, what a fool believes. This is it. I'm looking for that one. It's not. You would think if like if it's in a, if if it's such a banger it would be in his top songs on Apple Music. What the heck? This is it. Michael McDonald and I'm it's not even You talking about Michael Jackson? This is there's not a this is it song by Michael McDonald. You're trolling me. 
whatever. It's Mike McDonald's birthday. What a, it just, the joke was destroyed. Um, <laughs> the other thing. Well, I appreciate you thinking of me. Um, actually related to, to our, our wheelhouse. Have you ever heard of a fried pickle dip? I think so. Okay. I heard about it today. Um, from our, yes. our guys meat church down in Waxahachie. Um, unfortunately I have not tried it yet, but the video I saw on it looks freaking fantastic. Um, you know, my wife might've made it once or we had, I feel like we I've had it and it was at the house or we bought it. Someone, maybe we bought it at HEB. Might have been something like that. I f- I think I have had it, and it lived up to the hype. So but I, I I don't remember exactly what form it was. I've tried fried pickle popcorn from Something's Popping, and that was pretty good. I, I wanted to ask about that because we're getting some popcorn for my little one's Valentine's Day party, and I think that was one of the uh, my wife's picking up like a big bag of popcorn just to take. But then she thought, well, while we're there, let's get some samples. And they did. They well, had that, and I think careful. she picked that up. Because <laughs> one, they will let you sample anything <laughs> while you stand there, and they'll hang. No, you no, like no. One of those I meant, no. She just from the order. She just wants to get like. Do you need I think some recommendations? A, yes, please. <laughs> so fried pickles, apparently, which was it's, already on our short list. F- fried pickles is good. Um, so. If you want like a traditional, like their their movie theater butter popcorn is good. Their yes. kettle corn is good. Mm. Caramel is good. Like the standards are good. You would hope so at a place that does nothing but popcorn. Um, then they have they have two other categories. They have like a a cheesy category and then a sweet mm. category. And I'll give you a couple of uh give you a couple of recommendations from both of those okay 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 on the on the cheesy side um what you need to do the play is to mix hold on let me me find it sour cream and onion oh man that was on the list too that was on the short list um it's not on the on their online menu, but it's like a baked potato. Oh, yeah. So then like, you get like a loaded baked potato yes. mix. That's good. They have um, a baked potato popcorn flavor. Very interested in that. Um, their bacon flavor is off the charts. It's really, really good. Um, their online menu is not does not show everything they have, unfortunately. Going into the store is just it's it's fantastic because one <laughs> you just you have to just smell everything. They also have candies and stuff and yeah, um, like boutique sodas and glass bottles. Um, gosh, I I wish I wish their their website sucks. Honestly, I'll just be honest, their website sucks. Uh, you have to go in. You have to sample everything. On the sweet side, um, puppy chow. Oh man, really good. Yeah, cinnamon bun. Also really good. 
I'm actually I'm typing these down. I'm writing. So puppy down. chow, you're gonna get more than just popcorn in it, right? Like you're gonna get some checks too. Oh sure, yeah, um, yeah. But the rest of like the rest of the popcorn flavors are mostly just popcorn with their seasoning. Um, seasonally though, they're doing like a chocolate covered strawberry. That's actually really good. So it's like a strawberry flavoring on the popcorn with like a chocolate drizzle on it. That was surprisingly good. Um, but the bacon one, like, like the cheesy bacon or whatever, whatever it is, that's good. When they Have you say had their their pickle, their dill pickle, or their that's mm-hmm. okay fried one. It tastes a lot like a fried dill pickle. I think they even put like a little bit of ranch seasoning on it too. So it's like you mm-hmm. dipped it in ranch. Um, they just weren't my favorites of their savory ones. Um, just a warning though. If they say something is spicy, it is going to kick your nuts. Really? It is hot. Spicy popcorn. So like, like they, they have like a, a, a cheesy jalapeno. Which sounds great, like jalapenos yeah. aren't that hot. Like that kicked my butt, dude. It was so dang hot. I was like, "Y'all, jalapenos aren't even this hot." Um, so okay, yeah, there you go. I made some notes because, um, yeah, my wife's definitely asleep, so um, I I will go to sleep and then remember none of this. I guess I could listen back. <laughs> listen to the show um <laughs> no but like it, it, what were those popcorn recommendations Spencer one, had? hang the on three of y'all i'll should, tell her to listen the three of y'all should go into the store together just like no yeah, we like, should like dear wife you can't go without me oh we totally should yes because like because i said they will they will let you sample everything and they got like 50 flavors and they're all in big big buckets i like popcorn quite a bit but my wife and daughter love popcorn like they they're all about the toppers. The, I mean, and mm-hmm. they're all about it, man. And so, yeah, we should we should definitely go in there as a family. Um, good, uh, also good they, plan. They, they've got like some tables of candy that you pay for by the pound. So just be aware of that. If you walk in, like, man, chocolate covered pretzels sound really good, or chocolate covered peanuts. It's there, and you will be walking out with pounds. Man, I had we went to the Lady Raiders game Saturday night. And, oh, man, that was just kind of one of those heartbreaking games where they were never really in it until the very end, and then they just kept throwing the ball away. It was just really frustrating. But Moppin played awesome. She was she did really well. And then number three for UCF, Peterson, I believe. She's an incredible player, too. I think she played every single second of the game. Anyway, Mike and Ike Sowers. They had those for sale at concessions. And I love Mike and Ike's. And these may be the best version of Mike and Ike's. I was really, I was really impressed with the Mike and Ike sours. I'd never had those before. So good job on, on uh, hospitality or whoever Texas tech uses to contract the concessions, man. They, they picked a, picked a banger, banger of a candy. Yeah. Oh, great. I have a gray whisker on my little microphone thing. I was going to say, you have a gray whisker. It's like, welcome to the club. I've got plenty. Um, anyways, the fried pickle dip, meat church. I, I, I need to try it. Um, but it calls for a whipped cream cheese. I was like, 
I need to figure yes. out how, how to do that. Whip well, cream you can cheese. buy it. You can buy it whipped. Oh, well, that's, yeah. that solves that. Sour cream, uh, actual dill pickles, not like dill pickle seasoning. Um, ranch, onion powder, lemon juice, garlic, dill, chives, lemon pepper seasoning, and then your thick potato chips. And they've got yes. with like wavy lays, which you turned me on to using those as a dip chip. I've never thought about that on those those Fiesta dips. Oh, those Gandys? Gandys, whatever. yes. Yeah, all those different little dips, the green um, chili and the Fiesta and the, yes. Yeah, and then they also have- Wavy Lays, man. Some uh, toasted panko as well to give it some crunch. Oh, there it is. So, I swear, I think maybe my wife must have picked some up from a grocery store somewhere and we had it, and I think we liked it. The, the version we had, I don't think, it's kind of coming back to me. We didn't get it again because I think it was really, really salty, especially once you put it on a salty potato chip. So that might be one thing to consider. But if you're making it yourself, I bet you can kind of dilute it a little bit if 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 you need to. Yeah, well, it doesn't it doesn't look like it calls for any salt in the recipe except for the um, the pickles and the ranch seasoning yeah. will have salt in it. Gosh, that looks really good. Yeah, I think those are ruffles, but I would I would definitely go with the wavy lays. I feel like that would give you a or better ruffles. Yeah, just whatever. Some yeah. some sturdy chip. Yeah, you can't go Pringles in there. You'll you'll no. you'll just or like the regular lays. Yeah, they'll just stay in there. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for us in Twenty Three Personnel Podcast. <laughs> Hour and a half in, got you a live recap watch instant reaction in kansas just derailed it loved it 79 to 50 are your red Raiders victorious over the jayhawks prepping you for the trip to Ames this weekend and then baseball season starting on friday all that but for michael i'm spencer we'll catch you next time Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LVK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.